This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been on. From the wildly successful to the completely disastrous and everything in between. Here's your host, Jody Klein, founder of FirstDateStories.com. Have you ever made a date with someone and then changed your mind about meeting them? Tracy has. When Tracy was contacted by Craig on OkCupid, she thought they could have potential. They're both athletes, she was attracted to his photos, and she liked what she knew of his personality. But as the date grew closer, doubt set in. She decided to meet him anyway. Here is Tracy's first date story. Hello, Tracy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're looking forward to hearing your first date story. Before you tell it to me and to the listeners, let's talk about you. Please tell us a little bit about your story. Well, I am 50. I've never been married, but I have done a lot of dating. (laughs) And I am a big athlete. It's my favorite thing to do, hiking, cycling, scuba diving. And I have been a talent agent for 10 years and recently um, looking to move into a different arena. Now for the date with Craig. Where did you and Craig meet? On OkCupid. Who contacted whom? Well, he sent me an email introducing himself and that um, I should reach out if I was interested. What was it about his email or his profile that struck you as intriguing? Well, I'm always a sucker and attracted to athletes, and he was definitely very ripped, did a lot of different sports, and seemed quite confident. And did you guys email back and forth for a while? Did you speak with him on the phone? We did a couple of emails, then we moved to the phone, which went quite well. He was a bit of a smart aleck, which I liked. And again, that confidence was very attractive to me. Tell me more about the confidence. How did you pick up confidence in your interactions with him? Well, he had no problem asking me out, which I feel that in the past you can go through emails, conversations with men, and nothing happens, you know, and um, it might take a while. So it was interesting to me that he was just ready, like, right away to ask me out. And you were ready right away to say yes? Yeah, I feel that it's a waste of time to go back and forth with emails and phone calls. I'd rather get to meeting the, the person in person. What date did he suggest you guys go on? Well, he knew I liked hiking. So he was open to coming to my neck of the woods. We lived a bit apart, and he suggested I choose a hiking trail, and he'd come meet me, and we'd go for a hike. What day of the week did the two of you go out on a hike? I believe it was a Friday, and I was working from home, and so I had to fit the hike in between a couple of conference calls. As the date approached, how were you feeling about it? Well, for some reason, I was getting a bit of cold feet, And it might have been because of certain text exchanges. I'm not sure. But just something felt a bit off. And I felt strapped for time. And I actually wanted to cancel. You did. Did you cancel? 
I tried. <laughs> you tried, but it didn't work out? No. I texted him that I felt my calls were too close together, that I'd really like to reschedule. And then he texted back that he was very upset. He had set aside this time, not only for his exercise, but he had a drive from the other side of town. So he really had planned this and was not happy and felt it was very inconsiderate. How soon before the two of you were to meet did you send him your text? It was about two hours before. Oh, that was very close. <laughs> yes. So I was very aware that he was unhappy, and I then changed my call. That was going to interfere to a little bit later. I still had limited time, but he was right. It was inconsiderate, and I don't want to be that person, and I did make a commitment, and so I wanted to follow through on that. So even though I wasn't feeling it, I did agree to meet him. It was close, and we were meeting in the parking lot uh, below the hike. So what happened when you got to the parking lot? Uh, he was there, but I came, I was on time, so he just was early. Um, and he got out of the car, and he was wearing a tank top, shorts, and he was ripped. <laughs> I was like, whoa. It was a little intimidating. Um, he put on his, he was sitting on the side of his car, like his legs out, putting on, like strapping up his hiking boots. It looked like he was going to go for a really serious hike, even though I guess we were going for a pretty difficult hike. He had all this gear with him. Was he a big athlete? Well, his background was the military. I found out later that he was a Navy SEAL. And what did you think when you learned that? Well, I realized during the hike that I had not chosen the appropriate hike for a first-time date. We were out really in the middle of nowhere, didn't see one passerby. Granted, it was the afternoon on a Friday, but still. And, you know, he started to tell me about some of his missions. I had asked if he'd killed anybody, and he said, Tracy, I was a Navy SEAL. Of course I've killed people. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, and just he was very open with sharing some of his missions, which I thought was a little odd. But I also got a bit uncomfortable. How long was the hike? in total and how long did it take you kind of to get to the top of the hill it was about two hours one hour up one hour down yes two of you were talking the whole time yes we were walking very fast talking the whole time what what was going through your mind well i thought it was interesting that he wanted to share a lot of that i thought that would be something pretty private for a navy seal and it was a bit too much information. There was definitely some moments where I preferred not to hear certain stories. Um, but he was also, you know, inquisitive. He did ask, you know, personal questions as well. So, I mean, it wasn't all about that. But I did feel uncomfortable. I, I know he made some comments about my physicality, which made me feel a little uncomfortable. Was there some beautiful vista at the top of the hike that the two of you enjoyed together? Yeah, we got to the top and there was a great view of the ocean below in the mountains. It was a really beautiful hike. And we hung out there for a little bit. 
and he started to kind of joke with me that I seemed a little nervous. Well, he's a Navy SEAL, so he's trained to be very attuned, I guess, to what's going on around him. Was he right? Were you feeling a little nervous? Yes, and I was very honest with him, and I said, yes, I do feel a little uncomfortable. We're out here in the middle of nowhere. And he said to me, why did you choose this hike? <laughs> and I said, because it was near my house. We had limited time. And it's a nice hike. Do you like the view? He's like, I do like the view. How was the hike down? I was walking very fast. And he, he made a remark, you are walking very fast. He did joke with me that I was walking so fast that I must be scared. He says, you don't have to be scared. Now, he's how tall? He was about 6'2". And you are 5'1". So, <laughs> and you are beating him down the hill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You must have been flying. Yeah. And what's going through your mind? Well, I just wanted to get down. And the good news was... I did feel like I knew the way, and I probably could beat him down because <laughs> it was a little bit tricky. Yet, at the same time, I'm sure he could have figured things out if he wanted to. What happened when you got to the bottom of the mountain? Well, I had driven up, so we get in the car. I'm zipping down the hill quite fast to the lot where uh, his car is. And uh, he barely gets out of the door, uh, grabs his stuff or so, I think. I kind of floor it to get out of there. I, I do wave, though. I was nice and waved goodbye. I pull out a little further, and I see him running behind the car, yelling. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I stop, and he's like, Jesus. He's like, I left my socks in your car. He's like, you really wanted to get out of here, didn't you? And I had to laugh. He had a lot of chutzpah to say that. Um, so he gets his socks, and I am laughing, but I still do zip away quite fast after that. And you got to your call on time. I did barely, but I did. And he did make a comment, does this mean there's not going to be a second date? <laughs> so he was actually pretty funny. You know, I feel that maybe if I was attracted, I would have wanted to maybe go out again. But there was just something about him that just I didn't vibe with. But I did appreciate his gutsiness to just be very blatant and honest with everything. Did you hear from him again? I did, which I was surprised by. <laughs> um, but he seemed like that type of guy that wouldn't take no for an answer. He invited me to a rock climbing gym. And did you take him up on the invitation? I didn't. What did you learn from this experience? Well, I really feel I should have trusted my gut because I was right. The reason I wanted to cancel, something just didn't feel right. And I knew at the moment I met him that it probably wasn't going to go somewhere. So my feeling is, you know, just trust your gut. And it wasn't because he was in the military or Navy SEAL. Just energetically, we were not a fit. There wasn't the chemistry, clearly. And sounded like you were questioning when you were out there in the middle of nowhere whether you were going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was more about the chemistry than anything else. Women's intuition Absolutely. is very powerful. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing this story with us. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. 
What's your take on this first date story? Do you have thoughts about it? Maybe you had a flashback to a date you went on once. We want to hear from you. Please go to firstdatestories forward slash podcast to post your comments, connect with other women, and listen to more episodes. While you're on the website, make sure to check out the articles about dating longer and later in life. If you have a memorable first date story that you want to share with other women, please go to firstdatestories.com forward slash share and tell us about it. We might invite you to be a guest on a future podcast episode or to publish a short story you've written about your date on our website. After all, that's what firstdatestories.com is all about, creating a place for women to share our stories and connect around our dating experiences. And now for the legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Date Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests and the men who they've dated are often changed for privacy purposes. You can subscribe to this podcast at firstdatestories.com, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. First Date Stories, the podcast, is produced and edited by Kim Poletti and Lisa Gray of Soundline Productions and is brought to you by Espoir Ventures. Thanks for listening and keep going on those first dates because beyond your next first date may be the long-term love you are seeking.